Today's Braised Bits is brought to you by Reggie's Hanukkah Bushes and Drew Brees Christmas Trees. Famous footballers Reggie Bush and Drew Brees have joined forces this true holiday season to bring all of the Brazerbacks their decoration needs. Drew Brees Christmas Trees will score major points with your loved ones, while Reggie's Hanukkah Bushes will strip your family of its national championships for accepting improper benefits. You're going to love these Reggie's Bushes and Drew Brees Christmas Trees. We got some Braised Bits. I like those ads. Got it. It's the holiday, Drew holiday season. I didn't have a, a a Kwanzaa ad, but maybe next week. So with Reggie Bush's Hanukkah bushes, I liked the the fact that if you bought one, it seems like you'd get stripped of your national championship. Yeah. And In case your family has any national championships, it would I've, strip your benefits. Which I've would, never you know. I've never liked the idea of a Hanukkah bush. It's Hanukkah. Hanukkah is always in reaction to Christmas because right. It's at the same time and materialism capitalism whatever but they're not really the same at all not at all i don't think i've actually ever seen a hanukkah bush uh besides my wife's but i i i've seen like people like decorate bushes with like blue and white lights but is that a hanukkah bush or is that just a couple lights on a bush yeah it's it's just you know this made up every it has it's it's it could exist as its own thing it's fine yeah it doesn't have to be compared I do love the Christmas lights, though. In Astoria, it gets very decorative. Mine, there's an old lady who lives on the first floor of my townhouse thing, and she has great decorations. It's beautiful. I guess. I, are you, <laughs> were you, you were a big Christmas lights guy? I love Christmas lights. I love driving around the neighborhood looking at the great lights. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a mini amusement park almost. It's, it's a viewing entertainment. In my town, there was this one street. I think I've said this on the pod before. There was this one street with all the lights, like huge. Every house had like big lights, and everyone would drive by, except at the end of the block, because it was like <laughs> where the Jews lived at the end of the block. So it was like <laughs> these huge lights and then no lights. And did then, you know that Jewish family? Yeah. And then um, one year, there were just no more lights anymore. And you know what happened is. Uh, you know, the guy and they knew a guy and there was some, some stuff happening. And you know. Someone pulled out the cord of that, uh, the lights cord, the electronics. Yeah. There's some guy fell, fell, into a, fell into the East River, huh? Swimming with the, the fishes. Wow. Oh, I like I like it. There's definitely, like, in the town over from mine, growing up in Jersey, a, like a bunch of mansions that would go all out. It's like a, a Disneyland. If they want to spend the money on it, why not? As an adult, as an adult now, I just sweat thinking about the electricity bill. Right. Welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. Welcome to Braze Bits, episode five hundred. <laughs> this is episode five hundred. <laughs> We've been doing this for ten years. Ten years. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. But we're into it. How you doing, Lancey? How you feeling? How you looking? You looking I'm, good. I'm feeling good. I actually want to come back to something we were talking about pre-pod. And sure. Were you a big belly flop guy? <laughs> I would on occasion go for a good belly flop. Not a not a, not a big belly. I wouldn't enjoy it. It's a painful experience, but you love watching a belly flop more than anything. Yeah, I feel like growing up there was always the guy who was the belly flop guy, and I feel like you could fit the bill. I give off belly flop vibes, but I wasn't the flopper of our group. Our okay. friend group. I've definitely you know done a bunch of belly flops, but I wasn't like, oh, we're going over to. Donnie's pool. Jesse's gonna be belly flopping all afternoon. 
Well, I wasn't that guy. But on occasion, I would flop. Flip or flop? Yeah. I'd flip. That's good. I'm doing pretty well. It was a perfect weather day for me. I went outside early in the morning. It was nice and crisp. You could see the your breath, although I couldn't see it because it was the, you know, I was wearing a mask. But then I took off the mask because there was no one around, and it was it felt like like smoking a cigarette. It was like this is my respite. I'm outside, cool air, no one's around. It was great. And then it started snowing in the middle of the day. And just yesterday night, I was talking to Kate and my father-in-law about how like there's no it doesn't snow anymore. Because I was right. like, when was the last time it snowed? I remember in New York City, like there was like three or four years ago where it snowed like two feet. There's a huge snowstorm. Yeah. And then I think the year after that, it snowed every now and then. But I feel like the past two years, it just like hasn't snowed here. Last year, I feel like it didn't snow that much. I feel like the year before, we had a lot of slush. The worst is the slush. I hate that brown slush in the yeah, city. Yeah, I don't consider that. That's not snow. No. But if it's hanging around and, and you gotta wear boots around, that's just more annoying. But it hasn't. We haven't had a real snow in a while. Yeah, it's only t- you know slush everlasting doesn't exist. It's only it's only temporary. True, Eric Snow. That's a good one. Brittany Snow, I think was an actress. John Snow is the Game of Thrones guy, but you know we try to avoid Game of Thrones ones here. Right. Yeah, I, I enjoy the snow. I enjoyed it more living in the suburbs, going sleigh riding, having a snow day. But I was thinking about also, these kids these days, are they going to even have, is snow days going to exist anymore? Or are they just going to have Zoom days now if yeah, they have they, school? I, I think they have their snow days on TikTok. Right. <laughs> they, they just go on TikTok and, and just scroll? And that's their snow day? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Do you mind? I actually, I got, a, I had a request for a, uh, a guest appearance in the pod. I didn't give you a heads up about this. Do you mind if I invite a special guest onto the pod? Uh, I. It sounds like if I say no, I'm just a dick. So I, I guess you're sure. Well, you might be counting your chickens a little early there, Lancey. But I want to welcome back recurring guest to the Braised Bits universe. Welcome back to the pod kitchen, Count Spatula. Oh, thank you, Jesse. I am back in the pod kitchen. Thank you for having me. Benedict Cumberspatula, how are you? How are things? I'm I'm sure it's been a busy time. Jesse, it is a busy time. It's the holiday season. A lot of delivery services are saying, if you don't buy it now, you won't get it in time for the holidays. I, of course, don't celebrate anything except for blood. But... (laughs) What are these people doing? They use to. They need to use Count Spatula. Uh, uh. I will use my spatula and I will sling like a slingshot your delivery right to your door whenever you want. I count on you, Spatula. That's what you're, you're best at being counted on. How are you things? Are you still counting votes? I mean, last thing time I checked, you were you were just going across the country tabulating votes during the election. No, I have not. In fact, you. And your podcast partner, but I like you better. That's why I only talk to you. That's, That's why, much love. You know, sushi for breakfast. I can't Crazy. get behind that. Crazy. Uh, I've been inspired by your podcast and your pod kitchen, and I've been writing some jokes. I Please. want to try stand up comedy. It is not in my culture. It is looked down upon to look at yourself in the mirror, which is what stand up comedy basically is. But I have been writing some jokes, and I would love to share them with you. <laughs> Your delivery already is spectacular. Also, it's spectacular. I would like to share with the Brazerbacks. I don't mean to. I'm talking to Jesse. I'm new at this podcast. I know I am talking to Jesse, but I'm also talking to the Brazerbacks. <laughs> you definitely are. You're, you're talking to Brazerbacks all around the world, Spatula. 
You mind if I call you Spatula or you want me to call you Count? You can call me Mr. Count Spatula. Okay. Spatula is my father. Okay. Very seems a little backwards, but I'm not gonna not gonna judge you. This is perfect timing for you to jump into the stand up comedy game. It's a it's a comedy boom. I a lot of a lot of stand up going on. Trying to zoom into the comedy scene. There it is. This guy's already grooving. Okay, I'm gonna tell my jokes. I just start. Is that how it goes? It sure is. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna force a laugh here, Spatula. This is what the way comedy world is. It's immediate feedback. Jesse, what yep. is the deal with the letter C? What? what How is it? does it have such good posture? I would fall down if I was the letter C. It has such good balance. I asked the letter C, what is your secret? C looks at me and says, I never want to end up like you. <laughs> Great opener. Strong start. Strong start, Mr. Spatula. Letters are weird, man, I will tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you about letters. My daughter came home the other day. She said, Daddy, I got straight A's. I said, why are these letter grades in your school homophobic? Straight A's, why do they have to be straight? They could be anything they want. I do not understand. That's pretty, that's pretty edgy. That's, that's, that's a pretty edgy bit. This is my thoughts. I just expressed my feelings. <laughs> my daughter, she's only a half vampire. My wife is Italian, which causes difficulty <laughs> for me because, you know, she likes to cook with garlic. And then it's, it's a problem. I haven't worked that bit out. That is coming. That's, that's my favorite one. <laughs> that is coming. I love that. that the <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes my daughter, because she's only half vampire and she doesn't totally grow up with the culture. She says things that kind of offend me in some ways. She said the other day about her grade, she said, Daddy, I got an A in chemistry, but if I got a B, I would have been out for blood. No, daughter, we go out for blood because you get straight A's. We go out for blood. <laughs> if you get a B, you don't do that. We celebrate. We go out for blood. And she says, ew. That's, that's strong. I like that. I love celebrating with it. Cheersing a glass full of blood. Type A, of course. <laughs> this is strong stuff. This is gold. Those I'm, are I'm, my I'm, jokes for now. Great set. I, I think you're ready for the road. I'm, I would I would be gladly open for Count Spatula on the road. I think you have a good draw. You can follow me on TikTok. Yeah, what's your what's your username? No, I, I meant like your clock. Like oh. look at it and just think of Count Spatula. Okay. Uh, that's... Think of the jokes. That's another good one. You should write that one down. Oh, that no, wasn't intentional. Not the, <laughs> not, I, everything I, I, if I am so funny that everything I say seems like a joke, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether they're laughing with you or at you, Count Spatula, as long as they're laughing. Thanks for coming back on the pod. Glad to hear that you have a sense of humor through this tumultuous election season. And uh, hope you'll come back sometime soon. Thank you, Jesse. It's been a real pleasure. Or should I say, peace. Wow, Count Spatula, definitely a Brazerback with that sign off. Lance, you were a little mute during that. Were you? Were you just in shell shock? Uh, yeah. I mean, you seem you seem to be a little upset. I, th I think I have a little bit more chemistry, honestly, with Count Spatula. We we kind of went back and forth. I I can get if you seem a little jellyfish. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't even know how to contribute at this point. It's all right. We'll we'll pick it up. We'll pick it up from here. You want you want to just. Moving, grooving into some highlights.
Sure. We, we can move into groove into some highlights. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know. I know. You seem a, you're a little bummed. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I have a good transition because my, my highlight uh, has to do with TikTok. Count Spatchel was talking about TikTok. You were talking about Snow Day on TikTok. I had, I had a pretty cool thing on, on TikTok. I, this guy who's like a character actor, his name is Adam Wiley. He was on Gilmore Girls. We've talked about it. One of my top nine TV shows. Love him. Love Gilmore Girls. He was like, a, he had like a small role. He was in uh, Rory's, one of Rory's classes. He follows me on TikTok. He commented on one of my videos. And we did a collaboration video. It's like, it's a dream come true. I made it. I collaborated with a guy on Gilmore Girls. That's huge. You're you're Gilmore guys. I'm a Gilmore guy now. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. He he saw my video, and then I, I like I didn't recognize him at first because he's a lot older now, and uh, but he's got the same face. It was just, it was just wild. The TikTok world is bonkers. Should we yeah, get him? the reach. Should we get him on the pod? We should. I'm sure he would love it. He's an actor. He's a magician, and he's uh, he's TikToking. Yeah, get him on the pod. We get Gilmore for our money. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's Wiley. His Adam, name is Adam Wiley. Coyote. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Every day, more days go by, and I'm not on TikTok, and just life's passing me by. But that's what I've decided. So. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag you into something you don't want to do. It's. It's just the. It's the wild, wild west. I just don't. Jim have, West. I don't have anything to offer. I think you do. I, I personally think. Have you seen? Uh, we can talk about this off pod. But have you ever seen Tom Delgado's YouTube channel? Yeah, like about New York stuff. Yeah, I feel yeah. you could do a similar thing also. I ran into him on the street a few weeks ago, and it was great. It felt like old times when you used to run into people on the street. Run into a comic. Yeah, love that. But you know, we had our masks, and we were like, "Hey, what's up?" And then behind us like there were you know things were on fire and there was like a cat screaming and it was it was just rough yeah fred mcgruff yeah that's cool i gotta watch this i didn't know about it yeah it was sweet sauce yeah um my highlight i have two highlights they're food related nice number one is that i've talked about this on the pod you talked about for i think your top your second snack what was uh like top number two was uh turkey like rolled up turkey yes sir and i had said that we hadn't had turkey in the house just because you know we weren't really we weren't eating lunch at home and it just wasn't something we were doing and anyway we're at home every day working from home and kate was like i'm in a i'm in a lunch rut i've been having the same things for lunch all the time let's switch it you know let's get nuts let's switch it up let's get some turkey heck yeah so i was like okay so she she was in charge of the whole operation she was leading it i just was kind of a passive observer she doesn't and i understand like she one of the reasons she isn't a big cold cuts guy because you know if you just go to a regular deli you know the turkey and or just the cold cuts in general could be qab right depends on the deli so she wants like nicer cold cuts so she goes to this place union market which is one of those supermarkets where they have everything they have is is like is good but the problem is it's a place where you have to like really look at the prices because, you know. Expensivo. Oh, yeah. You could get broccoli robbed and the next second your wallet's robbed. Right. So. Konkowski. Rob Downey Jr. Nice. Your Ken bank Jr. account will go Rob Downey Jr. 
if you go there it to is. Union Market. Right. So, but, you know, they have good stuff. You know, it's good. So she gets a pound and a half of turkey. She was like, a pound's probably good, right? And I'm like, no, a pound and a half at, at least. I always forget. I, I sometimes get a half a pound and I crush it in one sitting. Yeah. You, you got to go at least at least a pound. pound and I, was, half I was thinking good. like two pounds and two and a half pounds, but then I thought she might like fall off the couch. <laughs> too much to handle. So I figured start at a pound and a half. Right. And she bought it and it was, it was $20, which is a lot of money. Right? Definitely. I actually don't know the prices of turkey, but to me that sounded like that was very expensive. Is it um, boar's head or was it like their own made cold cut turkey? I do not know. Okay. Um, but this was the whole thing. It was like, well, we're going to get it. And if it's Forget like, it. It, it was one of those things where if it's like, if it does live up to the price, we'll get it again. But if not, then no harm, no foul. You, you know, you sometimes yeah. you gotta, you gotta try out stuff like that. Yeah. This turkey, I had it. It was the best turkey I have ever had in my life, like by a considerable margin. Wow. Unreal. How did you consume it? Straight up? Well, Mustard, first I roll up, bread? Ever, nice. And then I, you know, I, then I just started going. What, solo, not ham. Free solo? Yeah, no, I was going to say ham. So I was going. <laughs> you I was didn't going, go ham. I was, I was going cold turkey. <laughs> I took it out of the fridge and just went. That's why it's my go-to. I'm sure that was excellent turkey on itself, but cold cut turkey never disappoints. We went and we got Swiss cheese, so I started putting the turkey in the Swiss cheese, rolling it up. Oh, in Swiss come cheese. on, come on! I was eating it on the couch. Kate was just like looking at me, and I think awe, but also horror. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I actually had turkey today. It's, it's you roll it up, throw some mustard on there. It's it's divine. Oh yeah, Adam. Yep. Yeah and i'm kind of missing it we obviously it's gone you crush so, it you run through it that's the thing it's like it was 20 dollars, but which is kind of crazy which i guess is what like uh i think that would mean it would be like 13 dollars a pound for a pound and a half 20 it's expensive yeah, that's kind of nuts but it was so good and it lasted several lunches it's like not a bad oh that that's fantastic it's not a, it's not a, like weirdly enough it's not a bad i'm happy to, i don't know we can't. If you, yeah. If you both had at least two lunches out of it, I think it's it's well worth yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's made me really happy that turkey could be that good. I didn't know. Turk Turk is the key to lunch. It's a good lunch. Turkey. Turkey opens the doors to a good lunch. Yeah. I was gonna make like a Istanbul reference, but I couldn't figure it out. Chicago Istanbul's. I stand. Bull, you know how people like stand stuff? Yeah. On TikTok with their snow days? <laughs> I stand for Turkey. I stand Van Gundy Turkey. Yeah. Stan Van Gundy's back in the NBA, coaching the Pelicans. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's back. Wow. I So my second highlight is another food thing. On um, This is a few days ago. We were in the Essex market. We decided to get fish for dinner. We are going to, and we got cod. That was the thing that looked good. We were like, let's get not salmon or tuna. And cod was the thing that we decided to get. The guy, we were like, we were like, we have a pound of cod. The guy takes the fillet out. It's like a pound. It's like one point six. So okay. he's like, if I if I cut it, it's gonna be like, not the whole fillet. He's like, is that okay? And we're like, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, sure. Um, he cuts it. One point oh one. It was huh. so unbelievable. I was so impressed. That's what they do. That's, they're the he best at like what they do. He was like, us. He's like, I'm going to warn you. If I cut it, it's going to be a pound. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, they're always going to cut it, and it's going to be like 1.2. But 
This was it was. The guy's so got impressive. a this guy's got a great fish eye, an eye for fish. He's got an eye for fish. Cod Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he waltzed right in there. He was he, cutting and <laughs> cutting the cod. Good for him. That's fantastic. It, it turned out to be good cod. It was good cod. Yeah, and I had it for breakfast the next morning for lunch. Oh no, you didn't. Yeah. No. Oh. I literally my belly just flopped in my stomach. Oh. I thought I thought in the pool. No morning leftover cod. Oh, good golly, good cod. I actually had uh, leftover. We had, we got chow house last night actually, and I had leftover that in the morning, and I also had it for lunch. Did you please tell me you heated it up? Nope. Oh my god. I yeah you had any? Oh, we just did highlights. We got we got to move. We got to move and groove. <laughs> Cold Chinese, cold cod, Cape Cod. Let's let's go on a vacation somewhere. Jeez Louise. Do you feel like you're gonna throw up? A little bit. And then do you feel like you're gonna be hungover? I do. I, I though when I throw up, I don't get as hungover, but I'm definitely feeling a little hangover, especially from our last week's top nine bars. I'm feeling a hangover from it. You are. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's not good that you feel like you got a hangover, but it's convenient because we got to eat something good. To get cured that hangover, and why not list out our top nine hangover foods? A bunch of booze bags. <laughs> we're a bunch of booze bags, and we're going to cure our hangover with some delicious hangover foods. Yeah. We've talked about this. I hate to keep bringing it up, and I feel like I sound like a condescending... Uh, codfish. Codfish. I, like, I haven't had like a bad hangover in, in years. And that's, that's one of the thing. reasons I stopped drinking as, you know, yeah. really because it just got the, the negatives of drinking way outweighed the positives to me. And one of the negatives was the hangovers were, were uh, codfish. Yeah. Cod swallowed. Hangovers to me are deadly. I, I've gotten better as I got gotten older of, of knowing how to limit myself to avoid hangovers. For the most part, if I get too drunk, I throw up. And then the throw up usually kind of it, it gets it out of my system so the next day i'm not as hungover um but i've definitely had plenty of hangovers in my day the worst is just the the constant headache and you just the nausea the nausea nauseous being nauseous is the worst feeling in the world to me yeah i mean a hangover is just whack galifianakis in every exactly yeah who was the director todd cod something cod, cod phillips cod phillips nice yeah <laughs> he, he was at he was at the ed helms of that movie he was. He sure was. Let's do it. Let's get into our top nine hangover foods. You want to go first? Want me to go first? I'll go first. So Sounds good. My number nine is, is specific. It's from actually a restaurant, Vanessa's Dumplings, Ooh, which I'm sure you've heard baby. of, right? It's like Definitely. a pretty popular mini chain. I think actually now the, the one on 14th Street is now something else, but it's like, it seems like it's, it's a different name, but it's like the same thing, I think. But anyway, Vanessa's dumplings pretty popular in New York City. Uh, very well priced dumplings and other types of things. I'm going the vegetable dumpling noodle soup at Vanessa's. <laughs> Have you had this before? I don't believe so. So it's this soup. It comes in like a, a Tupperware, and it's broth. It's like udon type noodles. I guess like more thick, more noodle like thick noodles, uh, bok choy, and dumplings. Very nice. And very, very nice. You could get like, you know, they give you soy sauce. They give you like a 
sriracha type sauce you could put in and it is not the in terms of like quality soups it's not amazing it doesn't blow you away but it's like if you're ever feeling sick or you're ever feeling sick did i say that (laughs) no it's the perfect remedy it's substantial you're getting like all those noodles and everything like in it works together so perfectly it is unbelievable it's like the perfect size it's like oversized it's more than it's enough for a meal like i would get it frequently for for meals and especially when when you're hungover you're you're basically sick and you want like you know get well food and and especially in colder months it's tough tough to beat it that sounds fantastic my number eight is pan fried dumplings from Vanessa's Dumplings. Wow. That's my favorite dumpling spot. I actually, before pod, I was trying to research because I couldn't think of the name. I was trying to find it online. I don't. I think you're right. Uh, it, it's a new name or it doesn't exist anymore. Vanessa's Dumplings on 14th Street. I couldn't find it on Google. But that place is fantastic. Dumplings to me are just... I haven't had the, the soup, but I've had soup dumplings. And those are just the perfect hangover food. Perfect, just like you said, when you're sick, not feeling well. It just it comforts you, it warms you up, fills you up. It's greasy enough. It's it's not too uh, not too many flavors where it's gonna upset your stomach or too harsh. It's it's very nice. Yeah, there the original Vanessa's is actually pretty close to me, and I actually before when we were on our other apartment on the Lower East Side before we moved to the Pod Kitchen, we were really close, and I would go a lot, and I haven't been going as much. But I was walking by the other day, and I was like, I really want it, and I was going to go in. But then I didn't have any cash on me, and I'm, cash pretty, is sure, king. I'm pretty sure they're cash only. Yeah. and They're very cheap. I remember being so cheap. getting like, Well, over the years, prices have risen. I feel like it's like, for since like, I mean, I, I uh, started living in New York permanently as an adult in 2012. And I feel like every year they've raised the prices by like 25 cents, you know, hmm. 20 cents. And but still overall, it's still, still, it's reasonably. still unbelievably cheap, but it used to be like you could get like dirt. You get like so much food for like four dollars. Yeah. And now it's like you get so much food for like six fifty, which is still amazing. It's but crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Vanessa's dumplings. Very nice. Number nine. Or, Beautiful. Or, uh, dumpling noodle soup. Vanessa's dumplings. Nice. Number eight, I feel like you're going to have this one. It is the old bacon, egg, and cheese. This is your eight? Yeah. Wow. It's, I'm gonna, you say I, mine's real high up, so I'm going to say. So the bacon, my... egg, and cheese to me is a hangover food you're having when you're forced into action before you want to be. It's hmm. a morning food, right? It's a breakfast food. I think of a bacon, egg, and cheese when like I had – you know, a, a wild night sitting on the couch. And the next day I have to, I don't know, I have like some sort of thing with my family or I, I don't know. I don't know what I have. What, what do people used to do? You study for something. You got to go play intramural sports. Got to go interview, go on a date, spank your monkey. Yeah, spank my monkey. I'd spank my monkey at like 11 a.m. And... <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, you just like, you have, I feel like you have it, you eat it while you're walking or you're like on the subway or something like that. And I prefer hungover bacon, egg and cheese. That's like not well-made. 
that like maybe they like toast the bun or something hmm. and the bacon toast the bagel. I actually want the crispy bacon sure do and maybe even some ketchup oh yeah it's just like grease and egg that is a stopgap it's it's not going to improve everything but it's it's like you can't It'll get you in your feet you're you're running on empty so you need to get up to like a little over a quarter tank right i feel that it's a good description of it yeah no i have a way with words you sure do as you could tell from the beginning of the pod when i was like um so when you have to uh what do you have to do uh todd phillips <laughs> tiktok <laughs> You're a walking, talking Microsoft Word document. I'm actually a Pages document because I don't have Microsoft Word on my computer because I have a that's, Mac. I should have knew that. Wait, oh, I guess you have to install it if you have a Mac, but it that's costs, classic. It costs money. But I would, you know. That's classic. That's you a classic. Google Docs. You could convert things to PDF. Classic that's, move. I, no, no Aaron Judge here. I could actually export things into DocX. So I could export things from Pages into Word. Vroom vroom. Yeah, they're excited about the. That's what it sounds like when you convert something from pages into to Word, and you could send it, but you just can't open it. Like, so it's always like a guess. It's like, did did this format correctly? <laughs> it's kind of a fun game. Yeah, it's like Risk. Yeah, I'm always invading Kamchatka. <laughs> exactly. So that's my number eight. Should I do my number seven? Why not? My number seven is bagels. Nice. When you're hungover, sometimes you want bread, but you don't really want bread because eating bread by itself, it's not it's not QAB at all. But it's not. Wow, you almost got you almost went there. You almost you almost called yourself out on eating bread alone. Plain bagel flour. Bread alone is a good brand of bread. Have you ever had it? Bread alone is that a real brand? Bread alone. Russell brand. Home alone too. What kind of bread is it? It's bread by itself. I gotta try that. They should, you know, what they should do at restaurants. Like when you sit down, everyone's starving. They should put out like a, I don't know, like a basket of bread alone. Yeah. Are you saying that because they do it? Yeah. Yeah. Called you out. Yeah. That's that's. I don't have time for your shenanigans on this pod. (laughs) Sorry. What do you think this is? Who do you think you are, Count Spatch? No way. That guy's that guy has talent. Billy talent. Yeah. That's my number. Oh, my number seven is bagels. Did I say that? You did. <laughs> Sometimes, if if you could have them, you just shove them in your mouth and you feel better. Sometimes you have used bagels. One time we were at my house, and I don't even think I was here, but my dad, I guess, told my brother and my sister in law. He was he was like, "Well, we have these bagels from yesterday. You could use these bagels." Like as, as an eat them, but he, he said you could use them. That's funny. And yeah, you can use them. So they're you know so now do something with these, would you? Now now leftover bagels in our families are used bagels. Love that. I like, I like that a lot. They depreciate over time. It's very true. Absolutely. There's nothing. They're they're a whole different animal a day after they're made. That's why people who get bagels shipped, you know, when they're like like New York bagels shipped companies, or even if you order. I don't know, Zabar's has it. Like, I'm like, you're ordering used bagels. You yeah, really think this is going to be better than going to your bagel store, no matter how, how bad bagels are? Well, we have, we're, we're spoiled. We have these New York bagel stores. People in in Kansas, they want those New York bagels, so they'll get them shipped. Why? Because they, the, they want quality bagels. They can't find a good bagel out in the middle of nowhere. They'll just 
why not? Because <laughs> it's the water. Everyone says it's the New York water. Yeah, it's all made up. It's not. There's, a, I mean, New York bagels, New York. No, pizza. New York bagels are the best. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I think the quality of a three days old shipped bagel is no chance it could be close to as good as a fresh bagel. Oh worse. no, absolutely not. Just get a fresh. Go to like, I don't know, any like, like Target. I feel like sells bagels at this point. I don't know. No, they oh, don't. I, but at UMass, the the big bagel store, which I know is a chain, Brugger's, Brugger's bagels. People go nuts for these bagels. They're trash. Compared to New York bagels, they're absolute trash. Yeah, but I'm sure Brugger's bagels is better than four-day-old chips bagels. I don't know about that. I know. They're not as good. I don't know. Jesse's being a big codfish today. He's being a codfish for breakfast. <laughs> That's stinky. I, I'm a bit of stinky fish. That was your number, number seven? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to belly flop into my my top nine hangover foods. My number nine, the simplest one on my list. It's it's more of my go-to if I'm super nauseous and I can't really tolerate something that heavy. It's straight up rye toast with butter. It's simple, easy. I love myself some rye toast. Give me a seeded rye. Slap some butter on there. It's comforting. It's got that crunch. It's It calms my tum-tum. If I want to go flop later, the toast will lather up my stomach. It's easy, calms down the nausea. Get it at a diner. Get it. Get it anywhere. Rye toast with butter. Yeah, I can't beat it. Catcher in the rye toast. Exactly. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, sometimes you gotta hold in the cards. Hold in the jam, and put just put butter on it. Yeah, it's not a bad one. I it's feel simple. Like, I feel like I would have it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to seek it, but if it's there, absolutely. No, but I'm I'm talking like. Big hangover, you're dehydrated, you're malnourished, you need to put something in your stomach, you're looking to the kitchen, you got some rye toast, you know you got some butter, throw it in the toaster, it does you a solid. Rye not. Rye not? Nice. Yeah. I I don't have an answer. There's no reason not to. I would. I could and I would. My number eight, I, I will. I will, I am. Black eyed peas. Peas are pretty good. Not a good hangover food, though. Unless they're probably made into like a split pea soup, which is pretty good. It's good to pee when you have a hangover. But yes. Pee. You don't want to have dark brown pee, because that means you're dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> or if you no have red pee, it means that you had a bunch of beets. Does it? I think so. Asparagus pee is a stanky pee. I get that a lot. I, I don't asparagus. think it smells bad. Oh, no, Lance, Lance, no. You, we can't, we can't have this. This is just, this is just, this is just the fact. Asparagus makes your pee stank. I'm, I. Oh, it you, makes it smell, but I don't. I to me, the smell is neutral. It doesn't. No. smell It just smells like asparagus pee. Okay. All right. At least you're saying that. I almost. We almost had a. Oh, it's a man. neutral smell. It's not. It's it's got a. It's got a stank to it. Sometimes I smell it and I say, "What is that?" And I shazam it, and it's <laughs> asparagus pee. That'd be a great app idea, if you could smell. Yeah, because I, I I always personally need an app to tell me what things are. Oh I my god! I can't think about it for myself. <laughs> my By number- the way, <laughs> I, I forgot. Before Jesse says his hangover foods, you probably have a hangover from being drunk on all our Patreon 
episodes. Absolutely. We have we we have a chock full of boozed up Patreon episodes that people should check out. So if you subscribe to our, our Patreon, you get some exclusive content behind a paywall. Bunch of cans of booze all over the floor. I can't believe we went almost forty minutes into the pod without mentioning our Patreon. It's a a new record. We should never break it. No, we should probably do that at the top of the episode. We should probably we, make the rest of the episode about our Patreon. Yeah. Half of the rest of the episode. Sure. I mean, if people like people like what they're hearing, go check out our Patreon. And you could also like our other stuff. That'd be nice. We have Patreon, and we have the podcast. You could leave us a review. And then if you leave us a review, you could subscribe to the Patreon. And we're going to have a lot of good stuff coming up. So if you leave a review and you subscribe and you like and you click and you tag and you hashtag and you <laughs> tag along and the Girl Scout cookies, do all that stuff. There's You're going to get some good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So subscribe. And we got a lot of good stuff coming up. You're going to hear it. We just but did first, a, we're going to just tell you about the good stuff for 25 minutes. We just did a great off-menu episode. We went out for a celebratory anniversary dinner for the podcast at River Cafe in Brooklyn, in Dumbo. Delicious food. It was good stuff, and you could get on the Patreon. But I'm not here to talk about what we've done. I'm going to talk about what you could get if you do a thing. Sure. So subscribe to our Patreon, and things are going to happen. Things are going to happen big for you and me. We'll do them a solid. You and me, like uh, Lifehouse. <laughs> It's you it's and me, me and all the pages. <laughs> wow. You can get that kind of content on our Patreon. Subscribe, review, rate, and you'll, you'll, maybe you'll find a mate. Checkmate. Yeah, it all hinges on that. I'm on hinge. I'm swiping. But my number, should we, should we go back into the, the this numero, this, these hangover foods? I'm starting to get over at Helmed over here overwhelmed so my number eight we went over it it's dumplings i like a, i like a I can, I can go for a steamed dumpling i can go for a, a pan fried but when i'm hungover i'm going pan fried dumps give me a vegetable give me a pork fried dump or soup soup dumplings is probably the number one option for a hangover got that soupy dump go to flushing Long bao soup dumplings are insane get some hot sauce in there it's fantastic so I love soup dumplings. As a hangover food, I feel like I don't because it's too much work, and I want to expend the minimum amount of work. Got to put it on the spoon. You got to open up the top. You got to slurp. It's like a lot, of, a lot happening. And like, I don't know. What if I am sitting at a coffee table and I have to like crane my neck? And it just there, it's there's a lot of potential hazards I anticipate, and it's making me nervous. I feel like it's just like one I, extra step than it is to having a soup. You're, you're, I think it's it's better than a soup because you're having a dumpling and a soup experience all in one. You're really no, all I'm you're not doing. saying I'm saying I love soup dumplings. I'm just saying hungover. I don't know if I could expend that much effort. Gotcha. So I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here about soup dumplings. Fried and steamed are great. If I'm getting dumplings, if I'm like going to Vanessa's dumplings, for instance, and getting them, I'm always going to get fried if I'm hungover because I don't know if you've noticed this. As I don't know your veteran status of Vanessa's dumplings, but the steam would always take way longer. I don't think I've actually ever gotten steamed from there. Yeah, so that makes sense because it takes longer to steam than fry. I guess sure, sure. The soup takes even longer. 
Oh yeah, the but, soup. I me- I remember that. Yeah, getting a hot and sour soup and and thinking like I thought that would be the easiest thing. Most places they they have it already pre made, but that place they well, Vanessa's really has it down in terms of like I admire their efficiency because they have so many people coming in getting stuff, and it just so happens that less people get most people get dumplings. So the right. dumplings they like make so many and they crank so many out, but the soup dumplings it's like. Uh, someone is responsible for the noodles, and I think the bok choy. Someone else is responsible for putting the dumplings in. Then, when they see that, someone else is responsible for like putting it in the soup thing. And then, finally, the person at the counter is responsible for getting it. So there's like a lot of uh, a lot of things happening. Right, that makes sense. I do love it, Vanessa. Not to make this about Vanessa's, but I do love the way they give you the order. It's like the lottery. Yeah, they have like whatever orders are finished. There's just like ten of them, and then just someone comes up and just picks a random one and yells it out. It's 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 a factory in there. It's beautiful. I love it, and you could order. You could theoretically be waiting longer than someone who ordered, you know, five orders after you. But I I love that randomness. It's never so long that it's outrageous. No, but sometimes you feel like you're a lucky boy. And the food. And the food is so good. No one, no one's getting angry or complaining. At least I haven't experienced. It's, it's like controlled chaos. Yeah, and they have it down. And there's like a human element. It's annoying when, you know, I hate it. Like McDonald's now has these like boards, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to look at the stock market here. No, I don't care if order K seven is ready. I just want someone to yell out randomly. That's the best part about. I mean. There's not many delis now that they have the ticket system, but I, I oh, love the like tickets you know, are the un- best. Love a ticket. An unorganized deli though, when there's like who's next? I got this place in Astoria, Rosario's. There's always an argument of people being like, "I was here next." What are you talking about? I've been here longer than you than you are. I've been here longer than you were born. It's, it's it's it can get physical. That's why a lot of places you click it or you ticket. Exactly. I'm always clicked in. My numero seven, Lancey. This one's boring, but. It's it's just easy on my tum tum. It's it's a banana, Lance. I'm going bananas for it. Solid hangover food. It's it's it just does the job. What can I tell you? It it lathers your it slathers it lathers your stomach. It's readily available, easy to eat. I love the flavor of a banana. Apparently, I was actually looking up. It's like it helps somehow metabolize. It helps with the hangover. Uh, helps with with your headache. Probably some some of the sugars in there. Yeah, it's what else can I tell you? It's one of my top nine stacks, and it's also one of my top nine foods for a hangover. Bananas. That's that's almonds. That's almonds. I'll I'll, can, I'll cancel myself. I was gonna say that's bananas, and I was like, that's too basic. So I'm gonna say that's nuts, and I was like, that's also too basic. So I say that's, that's not bad. It's not. And then it you, came out, and it was just it was the worst. You, Maybe the worst the, thing I ever said on Brace Bits. It was brutal, but we'll move past <laughs> it. You know, you got to. I knew what you were trying to do. In comedy, you have to you have to have a short term memory. You forget exactly. the interception you just threw, and you get back on the field. I was actually that's a, that's a great point. I don't remember the acronym, but Jared Goff, quarterback, said that the biggest thing in being a quarterback in the NFL and also just in life is how you respond after a mistake. He can throw. He's thrown five interceptions in one game, but if he can still be good after that that fifth pick, that's the definition of a a true great. So let's see how you recover, Lance. We'll see how you do. I'm already nervous. It's all good. I'm well, you're up now. I'm going to go golf the deep end. You should. You know, don't go golf. Go go belly flop. <laughs> I'll belly flop. I'll dive. Dodge, dub, duck, 
dip dud. <laughs> banana. So that's a good choice. Banana. Thanks. I don't have it on my list because my banana eating does not really intersect with my heavy drinking. Like I drank very heavily, and then and, I started eating bananas, but right. they didn't really coincide. Dif- different chapters. Different different chapters of the book. Right. Of Eli Manning. Nice. There it is. See. And. It, that's a shame. I, I don't. We never talked about this. I feel like you probably do this too. Like when we have a category and I don't, they don't come to me like right away. I'll sometimes Google and I'll be oh, yeah. like, yeah, and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if on these lists, if it'll, it'll, you know, jog my memory. I don't really ever, obviously, do it to find things, but if I forget something, it could be on a list or it makes you think about other stuff. And 100%. I saw bananas on a lot of these lists, and in my mind, I said that sounds like a good idea, but I just, I just, I don't know what it's like. And I never will. I was thinking about making smoothies on there because I love a good smoothie, but I don't often enough really have a smoothie after a hangover. I, I, I like the idea of it more than I than I've actually had it. You got to come over. Kate makes great smoothies. Nice. I'd love to. Yeah. Frozen fruits. I'll coffin them, so it's like a Corona smoothie. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Then you then you can put me in a coffin. Ooh. And I'll punch you in the coffin corner. <laughs> nice. Matt Dodge. Dip, Bad pop. duck, dive, and dodge. <laughs> there it is. All right, the kitchens. It's We're on a nice medium flame. Yeah, we're steaming. That was your number seven? Yes. I want to apologize. I like talked through all your your mm-hmm. rankings with like Vanessa's dumplings and things. This is this is a talk show podcast. If you weren't talking, I'd be walking home. But I already am, but I'd be walking out of the pod kitchen. I It's... Living in New York City during the pandemic isn't really that great. <laughs> That's a hot take. I like don't like going outside, and they stay inside a lot. So I don't really go for a walk. I went for a walk the other day, and I was like, this is nice. I should do this more often. But then it's like you're preparing for war. That, that, you know, that's the Lower East Side. That's what you get. Right. What are you going to do? You can do a lot of things, but I'm, not, I'm just staying inside. That's what I'm doing. All right. Number six, I got ramen. Nice. Ramen, talking about the Venn diagram of drinking and eating certain foods, ramen really hit at kind of the tail end of my heavy drinking periods from like, I don't know, age 24 or 25. I never really knew what ramen was. I don't know if this was similar to you, but growing up, you know, suburban, tri-state area, it might have existed. I just didn't know about it. There, were, In terms of Japanese food, there was a lot of sushi. There's hibachi, there's sushi, but ramen didn't never seem to... And I don't think I ever heard of ramen, to be honest, until I started living in the East Village. And, like, people would say, like, there's a lot of great ramen places in the East Village. So I started getting ramen, and it was delicious. And then one time I had ramen hungover, and I was like, I'm going to have this for the rest of my life when I'm hungover. It is perfect. It's, like, powerful. There's a lot of flavors. There's the similar noodle situation that I was talking about before. There's an egg, there's vegetables, there's a meat. It's like an endless bowl. You know, a lot of ramen, it's like a big bowl. And it's it's substantial. There's a difference. I actually usually prefer, I know this isn't exactly the same thing and maybe comparing them isn't like the right thing to do, but I will generally prefer pho, the Vietnamese noodle soup over mm-hmm. ramen. Because to me, ramen is too, subst- a lot of ramens are too substantial and I feel like too full. It's heavier is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. You know, I have a way with words. And 
And usually I prefer pho, normally. But hungover, ramen is certainly superior. And I remember saying, I'm going to have this forever, hungover. And then I had it like three more times, and then I stopped drinking. So it's a shame, kind of, for ramen hungover, but it it could have been number one. It, we could have had a future together, but it's number two. Everybody loves ramen. I, 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 I like ramen. I don't think I've ever had ramen as a hangover food. That's a good a good call. I I agree with what you're saying. I, I didn't grow up having ramen, didn't really know about it until living in the city. I've gotten into ramen the past couple of years. I'm, I, I go in and out of it. I, I think it's great in the wintertime, but it's just, I got to try it for as a hangover food. I think, I think that it's greasier than you expect because it's not just like a soup. It has like, like you said, all these different layers. It's got like oil in it. So it's, it's kind of greasy um, and it, it fills you up, but I'm not like a, a, a huge, there's people who are obsessed with ramen and they like seek out these unique ramen places. I've never had like a bad ramen and I've never had like a ramen that like blew me out of the, the, the ramen house. Yeah. That's, they're all, they're all, they're all fine. That's sort of my stance too. And I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Cause I know it's like kind of a pretty sophisticated food. There's a lot happening, but I do think like, I think, ramen for me i've enjoyed it the most when hungover i think it might be a better it's a good call so and i know that's uh blastoise for this but uh, i'm sorry for having an opinion sue good me. for you you may sue me it, and the difference between pho and ramen is is pho is less heavier and it's vietnamese yeah the noodle is, types? V- is vietnamese uh there's no egg in it uh noodles are thinner Broth is made very differently. I could imagine I don't know the difference, but the broth is way lighter in pho. Um, usually pho is beef-based. You could have a chicken, like beef broth. You could have a chicken, though, or vegetable. And I think ramen is... It's I think it's anything. I think there's actually... The pork, I think. There's a lot of pork broth ramen, I think. Um, I don't totally know, but it's it's just lighter in general, and there's different sauces in the in if you go to a vietnamese restaurant there's like all these different uh sauces there's usually lemon they give you Ooh. on the side and right I, I never know what these uh not shallots like the, the i know you're talking of, about uh you know that vegetable yeah yeah how can i not think of what it is i know you're talking it's about like too. light and kind of crunchy and delicious yeah and green veggie yeah have you seen, there's a new uh, movie coming out with Tommy Lee Jones. It's a remake with Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, uh, Ramen and Black. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that KFC movie with Mario Lopez. No, no. He's, Mario Lopez playing Colonel Sanders. Is, I kind of want to watch it. Uh, watch it, let me know. Just let me know how it is. It seems pretty wild. If I wild. watch it, I will. Please. That's my number six. Now I kind of want ramen. My number five is a classic it's made appearance on multiple lists and that's because it's a great food spinach artichoke dip nice classic it's kind of the physical embodiment of a hangover it's how like i feel and then i eat it and i feel at home hungover watching football or netflix or what do people do no netflix and chill hulu and bamboo Hulu and Zulu. Yeah. Amazon and 
or prime prime and dine that's 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 pretty good prime and dine hbo max and uh sex <laughs> that's like a funny thing <laughs> that it'll get ruined <laughs> you want an hbo some max marketing, and sex some marketing person at hbo well no you could netflix and chill but what about if you max and sex get it ha ha sex it's like something count spatula would come up with spatula's got gold i would love to write for the spash yeah he would be a hack who has other people write his jokes Classic spatch. Really, you're really flipping, flipping on spatch. <laughs> I'm flipping. I flipped. Many yeah, spinach artichoke dip, though. I feel like you can't go wrong with it unless you eat too much. But I feel like when you're hungover, you almost mentally know, like you know, you can't eat too much. You either eat too much and that's the right amount, or you just can't eat anymore. So it kind of has that natural built-in regulation. Right. You're 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 gonna overeat when you're hungover. You're you're trying to make yourself feel better. It's harder to regulate. You're just you're just trying to numb the pain. <laughs> and I don't know what happened with you last night, but I, I was just trying to do research for the pod. <laughs> trying to numb the pain. Number four, we've talked about this already. I got fried dumplings, specifically wow, from Vanessa's, but it could be from from uh, anywhere in college. There is a place, uh, Kitchen Number One. I would like to get fried dumplings, and it was number one in my heart. But, you get them deli- delivered, or you go go to the place. Oh, I never get anything delivered. Never get anything delivered. No. Late late night it's in college. Like the, the last thing. No, we lived pretty close to a Domino's senior year. No, we never really get anything delivered because, like, in Georgetown, things close. Like restaurants closed. Like you couldn't. There's no restaurants, and I mean, there. I guess there were restaurants, but you wouldn't. There weren't like things you get delivered. And then there were like drunk food places that were open, but they're all like close by. So like go scoop them up. Yeah, just go scoop up. Nice. Senior year, we lived like very close to Domino's, so that was. And then there was like this other pizza place that was next door. That one time I had during the day, and I was like, I can't believe we. Yeah. yeah. Those places. Yeah. Plenty. There's I always couldn't those believe places. it because they you <laughs> yeah. know had it at night a lot. And yeah. And then I went during the day once. Because I was hungry and it was, you know. But that's what they're made for, and then and they know their business model. They're made for drunk food, but it's it's crazy and how like I, if they're open during good, the day, how they survive. Good for the business, because you know if you should get away with that, A bunch of idiots <laughs> yeah. thinking your food's great and having no idea for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did the job. Yeah, Steve. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah, so what was I saying? Yeah, dumplings. You, as we already talked about it, they're great. They sure are. They're delish. That was your number four? That was my number four. Okie dokie. My number six is a classic. I'll make it. I'll go to a diner and get it. It's the omelet. Love a good omelet. Love an omelet bar. If, if you're staying somewhere that has an, a, a breakfast and they have a, a guy flipping omelets, Lance is shaking his head. I love an omelet bar. Who doesn't love an omelet bar? Lance doesn't. I do. Give me a fluffy omelet. This is a little taboo, but I like a well-done omelet. I like it a little crispy, a little burnt on the edges. Throw some veggies in there. Get some cheese. Get some bacon. It does the job. It's 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 my 
probably my favorite form of eggs. And you can really throw the kitchen sink at it. If you got stuff in the fridge, you got leftover vegetables, really anything. It's delish. Give me an omelet. Soaks up some of the it soaks up some of the the alcohol in your tum tum. It's easy enough. It's it's soft enough. It's it's you can make it with hot sauce. You or you put hot sauce on it. You could have it without. It's it is what it is. It's the omelet. Omelets. I have like a mixed relationship, complicated relationship with omelets. What what could be a, a negative about an omelet? So you eat them and then you take four bites and it's over. Every Not time a, I have if an you omelet, have a big omelet. Every like a three egg omelet. That's 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 a that's a pretty hefty omelet. My dad will actually make omelets a lot on Sundays. Like he, one of his things, he's obsessed. He thinks he's like a great cook of eggs. He's like, nice. Lancey, my eggs, pretty good, right? <laughs> Lancey, I make the best. So, whenever we're there for a weekend, we're actually going. I'm going there this weekend for Hanukkah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sunday he makes omelets for everyone. And his omelets. I hate to give him credit for anything, but they are very good. So he makes his own omelet bar. He's got his own omelet bar cooking. He makes. Uh, I'm talking about what you were making me think of was a hotel omelet. But he makes. He knows that I, um, you know, a, a vacuum of food, sure. and he makes my omelets with four eggs. That's that's a jumbo and, omelet. And it's not enough. Four eggs is not enough. Oh, I just eat it so fast. I mean, part of the reason I guess is in my parents' house, everything is like. If we're having breakfast, it's going to be like two hours later and I'm so hungry. So maybe that, that might have something to do with it. Like the process of like once you get your omelets two hours later? It's like, like if like things are like breakfast might be at noon. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I usually, you're, but I know famished. this, like, like I know this though, I, I, you know, I've, this is, I've experienced it. So I'll generally have something at like nine or 10 right. in preparation, but always still hungry. Interesting. So you, you wake up hungry? Usually, Gen- so sometimes I'll wake up and then within like twenty minutes I'll be starving. Wow, I'm 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 never I've never had that. Well, you're missing out. Possibly. So your your knock against omelets is if there's just not enough eggs in it. No, I think I just for whatever reason maybe I just my cuts of the omelet are too big. But I <laughs> they're easy to eat. That's part of, part of why I, just, I have them as my hangover food. I feel like it's gone before I even got to know it. And then you can, the see, you can bar, say the same about a bagel. The omelet bar, I don't like because I feel like the guy, and usually it's a guy. I don't know. It, it might felt. be being sexist. We had a, at my college, at one of the cafeterias, a woman who we all called the omelet lady. She was the most friendly lady. She knew everybody's name, knew everybody's orders. She was a, a lady. She was flipping omelets. All right. You can cancel me. But I feel You're like doing. generally... <laughs> He, anyone who's making an omelet, like I'm, t- I'm thinking about hotels more so than like yeah. college cafeteria or anything like that. I feel like there's like an inference that like you are helpless and don't know how to make an omelet, and I resent it. I that's that's something you gotta you gotta talk to talk to you your maker about that. If you're in a hotel, how what else are you gonna get an omelet? I also how else? I also feel guilty if I ask for too many things. That I get. You don't want to be that guy asking for everything. It's their job. What else are they going to do? I just either have everything made like that, like if, or like it's just the omelets, like everything else you could take. So I, I think it's just, and then if you get the omelet, you're like, oh, well, I'm too good for this normal people food, so I need the omelet. I don't like that. You it got, a lot, of, got gets, a lot of deep seed. It, it gets me anxious. You got a lot of deep seated rye toast issues, man. The, 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 and the, then the, I like clearly am, you know, 
thinking anyone who makes an omelet is a man and sexist. So it's I just got a lot of issues. There's the clip. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm just kidding. That's that's interesting. That's very interesting. But I love an omelet. Can't go wrong with it. My numero five, absolute classic. Not gonna be much to say about it, but it's pizza. Hangover food, greasy pizza. Get get me a Domino's. Give me a Pizza Hut. Give me give me the low end pizza. Hang out for my hangover because I want the extra grease. Give me some cheesy bread, which is not really pizza. But get I like oh, man. I I can go for cheesy bread. Cheesy bread for sure. Um, yeah, it's just greasy, cheesy. Soaks it up. Hangover food. What more can you say about pizza? You could say a lot more if you wanted. You can, but I think it speaks. Again, it, it's like an expression where it's like. Well, it's great. So I could say more, but you get the point. It's pizzas for itself. Ooh. Wow, for pizza's sake. <laughs> you're, you're killing me. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> I I don't have it on my list, actually. It's I think it's uh, it's good, but I think pizza is so... It's like the top drunk food. Sure. So hungover, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be reminded of the times that were had. Or I do, I don't, but I do, but like, I feel like it's places more drunk food and it's kind of like in, I feel like this isn't so much in, in like in sports, is there any, is there any team? Like if you play for a team and then you play for another team, it's like, I mean, I guess Yankees, Red Sox, right? But Johnny Damon did it, but it wasn't, it's not like blasphemous. At the time it's, it was pretty wild, but now not really. Yeah. In soccer, there's like a few of these where it's like big no-nos. Like if you play for Barcelona, you can never really play for Real Madrid. It's like a huge no-no. And I feel like that's how I kind of view drunk food and hangover food. Gotcha. Which is actually a complete lie because I would have dumplings either. But I think some things are more – like pizza to me is is on team drunk food. Sure. And uh, To me, if you're having drunk food, at least for my body, if, if like – I'm drunk and I'm having food at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. That usually helps me to avoid the hangover. So I, I don't, like, re, usually if I drink and I don't eat before I go to sleep, I'm going to wake up hungover. Oh, absolutely. But eating, eating drunk food usually helps with the hangover. Yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's, I guess it's not technically hangover food if you're having it while you're still drunk, but... I see what you're saying. It, yeah. it helps with the hangover, but it's it's drunk food. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But to each his own. To each his own. My number four, I've had more as an an adult. It's. It, I've never been disappointed by it. It always comes in the clutch. Great in the summertime. Great all year round. I have, I just had some before pod. It's watermelon, Lance. I can't get enough of this juicy watermelon. Especially when you're hungover and you're dehydrated, you're you need liquid, you, you need some some nutrition. The bite of a fresh watermelon slice is undeniable. You're getting you're getting liquid, you're getting a little bit of hydration, you're getting a sh- fruit sugar, the sweetness, natural fruits. Zoom zoom vroom vroom. I'm riding down watermelon highway. Just chew me up, swallow me whole. I'll swallow you whole. Please. Whole foods. Nice. I, yeah, it's all, it's I think it's number three. I wanted to put water as my number one hangover food. Oh but my I God. thought that would be just too far. 
But I the reason why it's number three is because it has the best hangover food in it. Water. You have watermelon as your three? No, no, no. But it's just because it has, like, obviously, like, yeah, watermelon is a great hangover food because of the water. Yeah, I mean, the, the water and the melon combination, it's... Like, we have we have hangover foods as as our top nine, but water, to me, is a better hangover food than all the nine foods, if that makes sense. Sure. There is, it, water is the best thing to have. It tastes the best when you're just so dehydrated and you wake up, your mouth is like a the Sahara Desert and you just have that first water and it's, it's like you taste the minerals. It's the number one beverage. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather wake up with a pina colada poured down my gullet, but it probably wouldn't help my hangover. No. Yeah, that was my number four, watermelon. Wow. All right. So if you want to hear Jesse's number three and a half, subscribe to our Patreon. Please. Until we do that, my number three is Tater Tots. Tater Tottenham. Nice. We're in London. They're they they're kind of like I mean potatoes like fries any sort of fried potato item is perfect. You got the grease and you got the substance. Exactly. You got Danny Zuko. Grease uh, lightning. Yeah, grease lightning. And it's what I love about tater Knicky. tots is you could just K- shovel them in your mouth. Like you could, it's like you have one tater tot. You could have like a bunch of tater tots. And you can throw them with ketchup. You can throw salt. You can throw pepper. You get like a box of tater tots, and you just go turkey. You go cold turkey on them. Right. You go hot turkey on them. And it is something that will like cure all your problems for like three minutes until you remember that you're hungover and you're like, why do I drink? I'm never drinking again. Right. And then for me, at some point, I just actually did it. I followed through. I followed through on the hangover. It's respectable. Yeah, it shows that you're you're uh, you're you live a. It's it's impressive that you haven't dipped back into the drinking game during the pandemic. Uh, I, it's, it's, well, it's very impressive. I think one of the reasons is because you have a fulfilled life, and a, and a, a great wife. This is true. What also one of the reasons is like it's uh, you don't want like part of this whole thing is like you don't want to be you don't want to feel bad like you don't want to have COVID right you don't want to feel bad I feel like. For me, this quarantine is like so many other things are terrible. It's like I don't want to feel like shit. And an easy way to do that is to me is like if you're drinking a fair amount. I, I've just, I guess. Also, it's like it's it's money. And like, you know, I've lost some money through the pandemic. With, you know, not being able to do comedy and some other stuff. and Doing the really, podcast. Yeah, doing the podcast. I mean, we do have like once our ads pay us, we should be fine. But, sure. You know, it's also like to me, it's a way. I don't know. I feel like also like I would just be be boozing every night. I feel like so. I get it. I've I've just I've. Carlos the, the, Boozer. You can booze without having a hangover. I I most of my major. I think I booze like two or three times a week, and I don't really get hungover anymore. I'll have I'll have at most two cocktails or a couple glasses of wine. And you just know you know your limits. I don't understand moderation because I grew up in America. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Tater tots are my number three. Nice. Get a bunch of tots. Number two, this is a specific one, but ooh boy, is it a goodie? It is the sausage McGriddle. 
sausage, egg, wow. and cheese. Wow, from Whack Donald's? From Whack Galifianak is Donald Trump's. Nice. Mac Diesel's. There, That's a good one. There had been instances where I would have to go to work hungover. I wouldn't have to go to work, but I... Well, I have to go to work. Well, I guess you don't have to do anything, but I would go to work hungover, and I chose to be hungover. At the, you know what I'm saying. I get it. I had worked the next day, and I was hungover. Got it. And that was my go-to. Like, I would have something before I left the apartment, and then... Like everywhere I've worked and everywhere that exists, they think like there's a McDonald's close by. This one in the financial district, I remember a few times. I remember after a holiday party once, I was like, and this was one of kind of the last times I was like super hungover. I remember just leaving, going to this McDonald's, getting the McGriddle, eating it on a bench. And it's a good life. What is better than eating something on a bench? Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Maybe eating a Dunkin' Donuts egg sandwich on the LIR. <laughs> that, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah, but what I love about the McGriddle is that it's not really food. It's just like syrup and I don't even know what it is. It's it's like a, it's like a next – it's like what I was saying about the bacon, egg, and cheese hungover. It's like that times 50. Right. And you got to love the M on the, on the patties, on the pancake, <laughs> the pancake patties. The branding on the patty, you can't, you can't beat it. The McGriddle to I, me is also something not as much as the college pizza place, but if you do have it sober, it is way worse. Sure, I think I may have, I might have had a McGriddle like once in my life, but it was delicious. Yeah, I the the last time I had it, I just remember my teeth like falling out <laughs> from the sugar. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and my number one. I don't know if you're gonna see this coming, but I think it's the best hangover food. A burrito. Ooh, that's a great call. I didn't even think about burritos. Warm, toasty, snug, wrapped in a blanket. That's how I kind of want to feel. It embodies how you want to feel, comforted and full. And it's got, I'm thinking chicken, but you can do do anything you want. I'm thinking chicken. Specifically, I'm thinking this one chicken burrito from this place, Taqueria Diana. Ooh, yeah. You could really have, you know, Chipotle. I had plenty of Chipotle, Cadoba, anywhere else. (laughs) <laughs> Just, I think it's the best form food, American burritos for uh, American stuff, whatever, you know. how. I got you. Only thing is that they're kind of heavy, and, th- and they can be kind of uh, just a lot, especially if you're, if you're nauseous and you're, I need you're struggling. I need to give me, especially, oh, if you get that extra layer with that sour cream. Ooh. I need all the substance in the world, substance abuse. It does have one of the worst combinations involved in there, rice and beans. Best combinations. <laughs> You get, yeah, you. I mean, you have everything. You have it's like there's vegetables in there. There's you know, the rice, but it's also wrapped up in that amazing tortilla. You got meat if you want. You got, I mean, you got if you want to put you know add some spice with some hot sauce, or you could add some more kind of fat with sour cream, and you get wacky and you get wacky flocky flame. You could nice. you go crazy. And it, it feels like it's overflowing, and it feels like it's like it's gonna, it's like it's there for you. You know when like you're feeling down, and someone's there for you, but they're really there for you. No, a burrito, <laughs> a, a burrito have a burrito because like a burrito is really there for you because you're eating it, and then it's still right. there. it's still there. It's That's the opposite. A burrito is the opposite of an omelet. An omelet's gone before you got to A burrito is there well beyond when it needs to be. 
All right. Next time I'm, I'm in a dark spot, I need something to, to lean my head on. I'm going to get a burrito. Do you hear all the ambulances and stuff? A little bit. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's been it's getting good. worse. I think a lot of it is because of the virus. Yeah, I noticed that also in my neighborhood. More sirens. We're entering another crazy time period. Yeah. I don't know if we ever, I don't know if we ever left. We still got that hangover from wave one. Ooh, because it's hangover foods. Exactly. My, I've just looking at my top three. I'm, I'm kind of underwhelmed because they're they seem pretty obvious, but they're just. I'm not, I if you put them in front of me, I'm not disappointed with any of these. My number three, it's chicken fingers. Oh my god! Uh, you gotta go, chicky fingies. Give me a fried chicken finger. Give it to me from a diner. Give it to me from McDonald's. Those are more nuggets, but I want fingers. The best chicken fingers to me are, are the ones at Madison Square Garden at a Knicks game. Fingers and fries. For some reason, those are just prime time. I don't know. They're probably frozen, but they're still just delicious. Give me a honey mustard sauce. Give me a buffalo sauce. Best part about the fingers to me is just having a variety of sauces. Give me some ketchup. It's comforting. It's simple. It's it's easy on the tum-tum. I can't, but you you, you can have a, a bad finger. I've had plenty of bad fingers in my day, and I'll give them then the middle finger. But for the most part, chicken fingers are always good. Number trace. I, I gotta turn off the pod. All right. And order some some fingies. Get them fingies coming. Chicken fingers travel well. Also, they're good delivery food. They uh, don't typically get soggy. They hold up well. They can, but I think they it can. really, it really, I think that though more speaks to the quality of the thing. Yeah, good quality thingies travel well, but I've had plenty of soggy thingies in my day. What do you think of the place, uh, sticky, sticky thingies? Sticky thingies is pretty good. Is I you think like it's, it? I think I like it. They have, they have interesting sauce combinations. I when I lived in the city in Manhattan, I got from them a couple of times. They had this like buffalo maple syrup glaze that was insane. They have like interesting sauces. I like love the concept initially, but it's like I feel like it. It almost feels like it's like slightly, very slightly, but like slightly upscaling the fingy experience. Yeah, and no one needs that. They're perfect the way they are. It feels like they're like, all right, you love chicken fingers. We're gonna make them better, and that's impossible. Right. And like became- it's a little more expensive. There's so many sauces that it's like obnoxious. Like I don't need whatever that maple don draper sauce you're talking about you might need it it's pretty it's pretty dang good i don't i don't need it you never had it i don't know if you don't need it because i haven't had it and i'm perfectly fine without it <laughs> i think it, it's it's become like a a, a chain there's been a, there's yeah, a few no, in the it's, city it's like and there's, there's one in jersey yeah. yeah i'm saying like i there's something about it that rubs me the wrong way the spice rubs me the wrong way gotcha maybe that's me that could just be me my bad but I mean, they're not something that, like, I I haven't had them in probably like, since I moved out of the city. So it's not something like I, I, I go back into to have those fingers. But they were, they were great. I would, I would get that over ordering McDonald's delivery or going to get Whack Donald's. I would only have it if I was in a sticky situation. That's fair. So next time you're in a sticky sitch, get those fingies. Yeah. My numero dos is cheeseburgers. I mean... Cheeseburgers, the greasy burger, sopping up that the alcohol, throw on a bacon on there. I'm not always, I don't usually have bacon on there, but for a hangover, load up the grease. Give me a bacon cheeseburger. I've talked about it in my top nine. My favorite cheeseburgers is sliders from White Mana. Those are all time with the onions. But 
I'm, I'll make cheeseburgers at home. I'll, I'll sometimes get them delivered, but I prefer to have them fresh. Great hangover food. Just sops up the grease. It's delicioso. A cheeseburger. Yeah. I would say the only thing is I prefer my cheeseburgers in paradise. <laughs> Whenever I'm having cheeseburgers, I'm automatically in paradise. Yeah. I. It's good. It's really good. I didn't have it on my list because I was thinking, like, I actually do, I don't want to get a cheeseburger delivered. You don't want to, but sometimes you have to. You don't have to. You get fingies. Sometimes you get that burger, you get that burger mood going and you can't get it out of your head. If I'm like out somewhere and hungover, if I have to like go out to lunch the next day, I don't have to go out to lunch, but if I go out to lunch. Yeah, you get a burger? I would, that would be something I'd really be uh, KFC crave bucketing. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to have it brought to me, and I feel like the best hangover foods are brought to you. Brought to you by uh, Carmel. Real New Yorkers use Carmel. <laughs> That's a good callback. That's a deep callback. Carmel, New York. And my number one, Lance, it was your number eight. It's my number one. It is the hangover food that always cures my hangover. It always lifts my mood, makes me feel better. The eating experience is great. I feel Better afterwards. You can do it on the on the go. You can do it at home. It's bacon, egg, and cheese. Preferably on a bagel, but you can put it on toast. Put it on a roll. The bacon, egg, and cheese combo. Throw some ketchup on there. Throw some hot sauce. What a combination. What a, what a world we live in where we can eat these kind of things. You know, It's just, th- thank God for bacon, egg, and cheese. B-E-C. Whoever thought of it deserves deserves an omelet, to be honest. It deserves a homemade omelet bar. It's uh, give me crispy bacon, give me well done eggs. Make sure the cheese is melted. But if none is that, if none of that happens, and it's uh, if it's a soggy bacon, if it's a, a loose egg and not melted cheese, guess what? It's still delicious. And that's why it's my number one. Bang for your buck. I feel like you're like being antagonistic. Like you're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like let's go. Tell me why bacon egg and cheese. Let's go. Put up the gloves, Lance. Put them up. No, I'm not trying to be antagonistic. That's the opposite of me. I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. I don't know. To me, it seems like you're going Logan Paul in here. No, I'm Nate Robinson. You can knock me out cold. Bacon, egg, and cheese is good. It wasn't my number one. I just think... I'm not saying it's a cop-out, but it, it's, it's a little overrated. It's not. It, it truly isn't. It, 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 it can't be. It skates, it's, on it's, its, it skates on its reputation. It has the reputation for a reason. It's just known... Around the globe, as just being a far super, as being the number one hangover food. Yeah, but like, say you're at a Jersey deli, right? You can get a bacon, egg, and cheese, but everyone there knows that like the Taylor Ham egg and cheese is is better. Like, if they had a boxing match, Taylor Ham would win. I have been putting over Thanksgiving. I got a bagel sandwich and I got Taylor Ham egg and cheese, but I got it more because in my head it was like this is an opportunity. I don't get this opportunity that often to get Taylor Ham. But I don't, I, it's interesting. I didn't think about that. I'm not sure. I think overall, I'd rather, I prefer bacon, egg, and cheese a little bit over Taylor Ham. It's like almost like, were there a time on the Chicago Bulls where it was um, Rose was on the team, but Jimmy Butler was also on the team? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so like Derek Rose yeah, yeah, yeah. was a star, but really Jimmy Butler was right. like the much better player. And that's kind of what I think about with bacon, egg, and cheese. And really, I mean, Taylor Ham, egg, and cheese, but I think any sort of local. A lot of different breakfast options, I think. Bacon, egg, and so, cheese is the overpaid star player, which is good. So but Would you prefer the McGriddle, sausage McGriddle over bacon, egg, and cheese? Hungover, yes. Normally, no. Interesting. 
That's fair. That's a fair way. It's a fair trade. Like no other market. Exactly. Before we do the ad, we have to read the predictions. True that. We have Phil Jackson and Kate, our predictors, predicting our top nines. I got Kate's right here if you want me to pull the trigger. Kate comes in with a fantastic set of predictions. She gives the preface with Lance hasn't been hung over since circa 2015 so this will be an interesting one is that is that true you haven't been hung over in five years 2015 I remember I think it was 2015 I remember a Christmas party and that was like the last time I think that was probably the last time I was like super like like really really hung over that's impressive yeah okay she's got bacon egg and cheese as the number one guess but she not not as your not as like a number one but her first guess is bacon egg it. and cheese it's on it yeah bagel bang Pizza? No. But Tater tots? Bang. Chinese food, probably dumplings? Bang. Bingo, bingo. A burger from a diner? Yeah, I would. I mean, it, it's not on my top nine because I was just thinking about like eating stuff at home. But if I was out, yes. Have you ever had the burger from Junior's on 19th Street? No, I've been meaning to go there for Place like is great. years. And I now it's the pandemic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they built like an outdoor hut. That's pretty much indoors. I don't know if it's safe to eat there, but I was actually walking in, um, so like Soho Greenwich Village. Yes, I went to go pick up Chow House, and I walked by. You know, Sidel's. Yeah. That like it's like a very upscale. It's like Jewish breakfast food, right? Yeah. Have you mm-hmm. ever been there? I believe I have. Was it good? It was really good. They have good good locks and bagels. So. Schmear. I was walking by and they have like an outdoor thing, but it's basically like a like a movie trailer. Like there yeah. was like a, such a like a door that was it was basically <laughs> reading inside with like this tiny right thing open. I was like, I, I I admire this, but just why wouldn't you just eat indoors at that point? Right. It's because it's crazy times. It's banana pudding. Yeah, no one knows what to do. Then deli sandwich, maybe chicken cutlet. Ooh, that's, a good, uh, that's a really good that, that's a great I, guess. I should I that's a mistake on me. That's on it. My bad. It's all gooch. A big bowl of pasta with just olive oil, cheese, and some spices. Ooh, yeah, that should have been on it too. And then sushi. Sushi I thought about it'd be too much <coughs> it'd be like too much planning involved. But also really good. <laughs> why, why too much planning? You have to like order it. Because I'm not gonna like plan if I like I would if you want something easy, if I knew easy it was there for the next day. I would eat it all drunk. There'd be right. no chance I would leave any sushi behind. True. No sushi left behind act. But so then I have to like order it, and then as you you talked about, like you don't like ordering sushi. It'd have to be like the perfect situation. Yeah, I've gotten I've gone to, to order it more. I was just listening to a podcast guy David Chang. He said that sushi is one of the best things to order now because they perfected how to deliver it, and it's cold, and it, it kind of changed my percep- perspective on delivery sushi sounds ugly delicious it is all right phil jackson came in his thing was like really poetic and i told him i was like wow i said what i said i said wow poetic you are a national you are an american treasure you're a national treasure too and he said haha though honestly i feel more like philip roth <laughs> it makes a whole lot of sense it feels that way yeah it makes a whole lot of sense because he writes these intros so his name's phil jackson but to me it's you know he's Roth. So, this week is all about recovery, rejuvenation, and powering through when you've had a few too many wobbly pops. (laughs) 
The only natural progression when you've thoroughly enjoyed a sticky floor the evening prior <laughs> is to load up on comfort foods. He, FYI, Phil hated that I had sticky floors on my top nine things about a bar. He was offended by it. He hates a sticky floor. Yes, because he's a he's a common sense man. What about sticky fingers, though? Well, we'll, we'll let us know. I'll remain. I'll remain. Romain. Let us know. While Chef Sweet Feet can vanish from a bar in an instant, he can't escape that feeling that you get after a few too many pulls on Grad Dad's soda pop. <laughs> Granddad soda pop. Phil, me up. There are a few greasy dishes that seem obvious, but us Brazerbacks are prepared for the unexpected. Without further ado, here are my predictions for what will carry Jess out of a daze. Nice. Comes in hot, bodega bacon, egg, and cheese. Bingo. Number one. Everything bagel with cream cheese. That's a good one. I, I, just, I had that when I'm not hungover enough. It's not really a go-to hangover food. Burger and fries. Bang! Wings. Um, I consider chicken fingers boneless wings, and I sometimes get buffalo sauce. And buffalo wings is a little too messy and too much work if I am super hungover. Buffalo and behold, that's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> homo homo buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. Uh, cold pizza. Whew. I had regular pizza, but that uh, that involves cold pizza. I love a cold pizza. ESPN too. Hardy exactly. Hardy soup. <laughs> hardy soup. I didn't consider hardy soup. I I, I do like a hardy chili. I'm thinking of uh going, uh, thinking back of when going to some like football tailgates with Phil and having like a hardy chili after a night of drinking. That would always make me feel better. Can't go wrong with the Tom Hardy, Tom, Tom Hardy soup. No. Then he's got a bonus, more booze. That is true. I was thinking about, I mean, it's not food, but I was thinking about having a Bloody Mary on there, biting the, uh, the hair of the dog. Bloody but I usually, I can't handle that. It makes me more nauseous. Bloody hell. You bloody. a Bloody Mary. A Bloody Mary. Ew, that's good. Scottish. Bloody. Scot- I had a Scottish camp counselor, and we would, and I, that's where I was able to learn his accent. Right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moldy. I could do uh, Australian a little bit better, but that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's, that's nothing. Jesse, can you pick me up at the airport? Sure. Oh. <laughs> Sweet predictions. Thank you, Kate. And Phil again. All right. We got our advertisement tonight. An advertisement. We got an advertisement for Waluigi. I can't can't do this. (laughs) We got an advertisement again. A a repeat sponsor, Waluigi Squeegees. Squeege. Waluigi Squeegees. Do you live in an apartment with dirty windows? Does staring at that dirt every single day feel like a Wario of attrition? Well, with Waluigi Squeegees, it is their call of duty to clean your windows. With its patented technology of Waluigi's freakishly long arms, Waluigi Squeegees can squeegee any window, no matter how high up your apartment might be. Order today, and with promo code BITS, get 100% off your first squeegee. Waluigi Squeegees, Waluigi. Luigi. 
Love Waluigi's Queegees. Thanks for being a repeat sponsor. We'd love for you to fill that first invoice, but come on back for some more. Right. (laughs) Great ad. Fantastico ad. Support our Patreon. We don't. I don't think we have any uh, questions this week, do we? Support us on Patreon. Yeah, this is getting bad. Uh, We don't have any questions this week because every question we got went straight to our Patreon. So if you want to get Patreon. Get, get Patreoned up from the feet up. Patreon Burgundy. There it is. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang good, Lancey. You had any of that at QABs? Oh, yeah. Which one Feed you want? Me. You want the like social situation one or you want like technology society one? Oh, the first one for sure. Okay. So I went to Strand Bookstore over this past weekend to get some books from my holiday list. You say, what do you get on your list? You go to this place and it fills up your list. Joe list. Joe list. And I get there. Number one, they open at 11, which I it's like the pandemic and all that. But I'm like, I don't know. I, it, it's just like things should be open earlier to me. That is surprising. Bookstores not open earlier. I think I think it must be because of the pandemic. I feel like they used to be open at 10. It's got to be. I'm like, I mean, 11 o'clock, the day's over. So anyway, so I I get there and I get there at like 1053 because I'm an old man and there was already a line, like a small line, but they open up like a few minutes early, which is great. This guy, like, like everyone's waiting in line. This guy, the, the line open, the door opens. He literally cuts around like me and someone else and just like goes in seamlessly Grubhub. And he like clearly like was proud of himself because he was. I was about, I was gonna say something, but I was like, this is not. I'm not about to start a fight at this small business. Oh, I'm like, was, what, he, was he a crazy guy? No, it was he, like a normal guy. I I I don't actually. I couldn't even. I could only see like the back of his you know thing. He had like a jacket. It was cold. He had a jacket on and stuff. But he seemed like he was like norm, like not super nicely dressed, but not like you know, almost a guy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's ter- that's that's ridiculous. That was bad. So that I was kind of in a bad mood, right? I'm like, this guy. These people think they could get away with this stuff. People aren't like, if people aren't following the rules equally, society's going to break down. I let this guy get away with it, but the cost of fighting is not worth it. So I'm, you know, in this little bit of a spiral. I go down to the downstairs to try to find a particular book that someone on my list. Don't tell me he has the book. Don't no, tell no, me no, no, but Don't. that would be good. That would be really good. Um, so I couldn't find it. This woman's at, like, the reference desk. But it's still, like, 11.58. I'm trying to, like, go up to talk to her, but she clearly has that, like, air on of, like, it's not 11 o'clock yet. I'm not starting helping people. Wow. Which I don't know if I felt that, or, but I couldn't, like, get her attention. I wasn't going to stand there, annoy- like, being, like, annoying. So I, you know, mill around. It's two minutes. It's not that big of a deal, but I'm kind of annoyed. And then I go up to her, and she's like kind of like rude and brusque, and she's like, I'm, I'm standing in one spot where I think I'm going to stand, and she tells me to stand like in another spot. And then I like talk, and she's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> well, do you want me to take off the mask? Like, I don't, like I'm not going to take off the mask, obviously. Like, it just felt all like harsh and rude, and I was like, Ugh. but then, and then. It's bad vibes. Well, we'll keep going. And then, and then I asked for two books, and one of them, she's like, oh, I have that over here. And that is something that does rub me the wrong way when people 
on behalf of a larger entity say that I have it. Like <laughs> we had, like the entity has it. You are part of the entity. You don't have it. If you had it, you could pick it up. You could take it out of the store. You could bring. Like when waiters say, "Like I have this," you don't have it. The, you're the front of the house. The back of the house has it. You're bringing it. And there's something that it it rubs me the wrong way. I don't think as much as listen does you. <laughs> yeah. But it it in, insinuates a sort of ownership that isn't there, building them up to be more important, which makes you feel less important as the customer. But don't you want that? Don't I feel like they're saying that because they take like ownership and they feel a part. She feels we, like she's we a, have it. She's a part of strength. I, I, it should be we. Myself but, and but the she feels like she's everything. she's one. She feels a part of strand. She feels like she is strand. So like it's like strand has it. I have it. If strand doesn't have it, I don't have it. I don't like it. Anyway, I get, I, so I'm I get like that. I'm like ticked off, and I'm like okay, TikTok. and then and then it's all done, and she's like, let me go get that for you, and she like very nicely like goes and like you know scans the shelves and and finds it and i'm like man i'm an asshole like i was just like this person is rude like everyone's rude right everyone just like doesn't know what they're doing and it turns out it's me interesting she ended up being super nice i didn't like kind of the beginning of the interaction but it was all just things i projected onto her Interesting. i don't like the eye but like clearly i think everything else was just me in a bad mood from the guy cutting me and that's that's an M, M. Night Shyamalan twist. Did not yeah, see that didn't coming. See it coming. So the QAB is really me, wow. being like you know thinking that I know how things work and that everyone else sucks and no one the society's crumbling. But meanwhile, I'm crumbling inside. That's a good one. I'm projecting, I've had, I... projecting my negative energy onto people unfairly, and in my I you know she didn't know any of this was going on in my head, but like it wasn't fair to her, and uh, that's on me on me I, I i totally get that i've had so many of those kind of situations where you feel like kind of every interaction or just, every, just everything's being negative but then one little thing shows you like oh maybe it was just the way i was looking at it my perspective yeah. it flips it all on a dime exactly. it, it, your it, your mood can be projected on other people in literally every experience so it's and i think it's it's just the times we're living in also we're, we're all at home so often so then when you're i think we're hyper aware going out and these social interactions have so much more weight than they used to that you're like oh she she's being short with me or she's not looking at me in the eyes she might be mad at me but people have their own stuff going on this is true we should just be like a self-help therapy pod i love that a little rebrand rebrand rebrussel brand that was a good one that was, that was fantastic that could have been a, a movie right there had me had me going the whole time i sent the script to paramount pictures and they said we'd only take it if count spatula star so i said i don't want your business wow all right well now i'm going behind your back and i'm gonna get spatula involved the spatula's attached i'm gonna i'm flipping into it if the spatch is attached then you could unlatch me from the project (laughs) well you don't usually have attached documents because you're you use pages but they were like they're like I mean, I was like, this is great. And they're like, okay, we need dispatch. And I was like, I knew it. There was going to be a catch. <laughs> Always a catch in dispatch. Yeah. Always a catch. Catch him if you can. Yeah, that was a good one. 
my my QAB is something I observed. I've been watching a lot of uh, college basketball. College basketball season started up, and something that I, I don't know how they can really fix this, but you know, and I didn't notice this during the NBA bubble because like, they were in a bubble and it seemed more safe because everyone was getting tested and they're literally in a bubble. But college basketball, they're traveling, they're exposed more. It seems a lot more unsafe. And these, the thing that stood out, stood out to me the most is the referees. Typically, these college referees and most referees in sports are like older men who are higher at risk, and they're not wearing masks. I know, and they can't wear masks because they're blowing whistles. Uh, coaches on the sidelines, people, everyone on the sidelines, everyone else who's not playing is wearing masks. But if I, these referees, I feel like are uh, it's QAB that they're not wearing masks. I don't know if if they could like like have like buzzers in their hands or have like air horns but these guys if if, if something if the referee gets sick it, it's 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 gonna be crazy i don't it it, it just it was very very qab to me i don't know how you fix it i feel like they gotta wear masks I, if i was a referee i would feel not safe on the floor but these college kids who are probably partying probably uh i mean i'm sure they're trying to get tested and they have all these protocols but Highly QAB to me. Yeah, they're probably smoking that reefer. <laughs> smoking the reefer is now legal in the NBA. They're not testing for it anymore. But yeah, I just, just I feel like college referees are especially older than most referees, and it just stood out to me seeing these old guys running <laughs> up they? and down. Yeah, because they I don't know why they're like gray haired past their prime. Yeah, <laughs> I just go to college because the NBA refs are kind of guys that are like. I get they're, they're the best referees, so they they kind of are scouting. Old ref. I see what you're saying. No, there's old referees, but for some reason these college refs, I feel like they're so throwing. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I yeah, I haven't really watched college basketball. It's it's kind of the dilemma that ever that so many people are facing. I mean. If you're a waiter or a bartender, that's basically the dilemma. It's, all right, well, do I do my job and put myself at risk, or do I not do my job and not get paid? I mean, that's the situation for so many people during the, the pandemic. And it's I a mean, possible situation, but at least they're wearing masks. I, being a waiter, is, is, it's, you're on the front lines besides being in a hospital, but at least thing you get to do is wear a mask. These rats can't wear a mask. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what it is. Like, you, if you so many jobs the unfortunate nature is that if you do it you're putting yourself in a in a tough place i mean and the the refs you know it's a you know they're a tight-knit group it reminds me of when i was part of a sisterhood the sisterhood of the traveling lance (laughs) and everywhere we went we would you know put ourselves at risk but we did it because we had to support each other I don't. I I I love that so much. It's it has to be the episode title. I don't know if you were sitting on that forever. I don't know if you said it before, but no. I just I when I thought I, of it, I was like, well, referees like they're kind of like they stick together, and I was like, they're kind yeah. of like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, and I was like, oh, bingo. You just knocked my lance off. Yeah, that was really good. I Pr- proud of you. Proud of us. I I came back after that. Interception. I exactly. Jared Goff was right. He showed true character there. Great job. I would love to try on a pair of Lance one day. To what? A pair of Lance. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. 
one that, of, that's one tough. Of, I guess it's yeah, it's an unsolved unsolved mystery. They can they could have there's there's other ways to whistles are just it's just a sound. I feel like they could have like buzzers, something in their hand that'll cause a sound. Stop play. Yeah, but they also I think it might be I mean you could do this, but like they're running up and down the court. So it's like you know, wearing a mask running up and down. I've got a they're, they're making before. calls. Uh, yeah. I yeah, and they're making calls that could be muffled. Although that I think is okay. But referees in the NFL, that's I think it's also what stood out to me also. The refs in the NFL are wearing masks. It's also outside in the NFL, so it's a little right. different. It's crazy. Imagine this time last year, just complaining about college referees not wearing masks. What are you going to do? You were complaining about that last year? No, but imagine if I was. Then I think you would, this, the people who are in charge of the simulation would have been like, whoops, we dropped them in the wrong year. <laughs> yeah. give them, give them Rewind. Year. Yeah. The, All right. Well, you want to bring in the closer? You could do it. Let's do it. I'm jacked up. A two. A one, two, three, four. That's a good one. Not bad. It was understated. Yeah. It was like a wine where you're like, oh yeah, the tone, you know, the notes. It was good for the hangover. I didn't want to be too outlandish for a hangover. You didn't rattle our cages, our Nicholas cages. Exactly. What do you got to plug? Plug our Patreon. We're we're slinging out great off-menu episodes, bonus episodes. It's a lot of fun. We would, would appreciate the support. Other than that, follow me on social media at jigs on TikTok, wherever you uh, wherever you like to go online. Yeah, check out our Patreon. You get good stuff. We're also using the money that we were going to grow the pod we're going to do cool things with it so the more money we have kind of the bigger and better braised bits could be if there's stuff you want let us know you know we're the chefs but we really cook for you so chefs of the people i mean we cook for ourselves but we also cook for you like we're not you know this isn't like you know how people are like i do it for the fans it's like you don't do it for you wouldn't do it if you didn't like it this is true this is true and this is kind of what we're doing but we also we want what our dish to be great we want you to love it so if there's things that you want us to do romaine let us know and we'll put it in the salad exactly and send us in questions also yeah, for, the, send us in for questions. braised bits braised bits at gmail is the email but you could dm us i think most of the questions come through dms or even text uh but you could dm us at braised bits at uh braised bits at Insta- instagram bra- braised bits you know <laughs> <laughs> Brazebits at Instagram.com. Yeah. Brazebits at gmail.com. You think we Just should maybe we should get on talk? A Brazebits talk? Yeah. If if you wanna do, if, if do you're things, if you're down to do things have that? Do like I was thinking I don't really think podcasts it's more people personalities. I don't think that like podcasts have it. As far as I know. We could have it and then like each do videos, I guess. It'd be interesting. If you're down to get on the talk. I don't know if I could do it. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Uh, good episode. Solid epi. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys uh, next week or next year. Peace. Peace.